This is Animals Voice podcast presented by the Ontario SPCA with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie, and uh, excited to be joined by special guests this week. We've got Emily Jordan, Adoption Coordinator from the Ontario uh, SPCA Provincial Education and Animal Centre. That's a mouthful. It it's is. Peak. We call it Peak. Peak, yeah. All right, so Emily is here from Peak, and she's brought a friend with her, which is very exciting. Callum is here. Tell us about Callum. Yeah, Callum is a, um, he's a seven-year-old shepherd, and uh, we've become friends since he's been at the shelter, so he hangs out with me uh, behind the desk, and, and we're, we've grown a little attached to each other, so I brought him with me so he wouldn't get upset that I left, but uh, he is looking for a home, and... Uh, He's, he's very sweet and he's trained and I'd, I'd prefer a dog like that to a puppy. It's yeah, a lot sure. Easier. That's actually a fantastic segue. <laughs> it's as though you're in broadcasting because uh, that's what you're here to talk about today is the, uh, the benefits of adopting a senior pet. And uh, we wanted to get your, your advice on this. Obviously, we've got shelters across the province. And a lot of times, families, kids, you know, there's an, uh, an attraction to puppies, kittens. But there are so many good animals that are in our shelters that are not, you know, infants, uh, you know, yeah. puppies or kittens. And, and uh, I really want our listeners today to, to think about this. You know, we get a lot of support with social media, people sharing um, our, our broadcasts. I really, really want people to take this one to heart and and remember that um, there are fantastic senior animals in our in our uh, shelters that we want you to consider adopting. So let's get going with the interview itself. How long have you been working at Peak? Um, I've worked there for about three years, so just one year as an adoption coordinator so far, Mm -hmm. um, going into my second, and then um, I was an animal welfare associate before that, so taking care of the animals um, throughout the shelter. So the difference is you're taking care of the animals, maybe cleaning up the rooms, versus now you're helping the people that come in. Right, and helping them find homes. Awesome, awesome. Uh, What advice would you give to someone who's looking to adopt a new pet? Um, I think for a dog, I mean, you definitely want to do your research on the breed. Um, you know, breeds are different. We have a lot of people, first time dog owners coming in saying, look at that Husky. I want that. And it's like, Ooh, (laughs) Huskies are, you know, they're a lot of work. They're high energy. Like make sure that, you know, it's not necessarily that a first time owner can't have a Husky, but you definitely want to kind of look into that before you you take that on because it is it's a big responsibility okay so what what, let me flip that around then what type of questions should people that are adopting uh be asking what what type of questions should they be asking themselves or asking you when they come in to talk yeah so um just like what so first of all what type of breed is it what do i need you know is it going to be high energy or is it going to be laid back um sometimes knowing where the animal came from or how old it is is going to determine you know it's is uh, age or determine its activity level um and then um depending where it came from so puppy mill dogs are going to be different than you know a dog that's lived with a great family where it was spoiled you know puppy mill dogs we've had people who have come in like a year later and their dog is still taking time to warm up to them so yeah. it's something that you have to prepare for it's a long us. process yeah. right in, yeah. in that case for example now uh we've got some pretty cool tools to help people find the right pet can you talk about some of those tools such as the meet your match program yeah so meet your match um is a great way of kind of again helping us as an adoption coordinator come up with some talking points on how to make an adoption be a good match and make it work so what you're doing is you're filling out the short survey and then it's um Um, matching you up with a personality assessment that we've done on the dog or done on the cat 
And it doesn't mean that if you don't get the match for, the say, the dog that you were looking at, that you can't have that dog, but it just gives us an idea like, oh, you're looking at, you know, a really energetic dog, but you matched with a lazy dog. So let's see how we can make this work and what adjustments you can make to your lifestyle to see if that would, would work out as a good match. Okay. Um, so we're, we're talking about adopting senior pets today. What's the difference? Like when, when does a dog or a cat, when do they become a senior versus middle age versus, you know, being a kitten or a puppy? I think it's a little bit different in the shelter too, just because I know a lot of people come in, they see a five-year-old cat and they go, oh, that cat's old. But when you really think of the lifespan of a cat, like I've got 16-year-old cats at home, they we've had people come in saying their cat lived to 21. Yeah. So they live a long time. Five is by no means senior. Sure. Um, by sheltered standards, we'd usually say Eight to ten is usually about the oldest that we get, so that would be considered as a senior. But I know um, from a health standpoint, I think seven is what, what a vet would consider to be really? kind of getting up to a senior cat. Okay. Uh, there's one over there right now. My daughter's just love. <laughs> yeah. And I keep asking you about him, and um, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that he gets adopted soon. Because otherwise, I'm going to end up at home with him, and then there's going to be a big fight at home. Because I can't have <laughs> any more pets at home. It's crazy. Um, what types of, of benefits are there to adopting a senior over or, you know, a, a younger animal? I think, uh, you know, from my point of view, I, I tend to like... Um... <laughs> Callum's oh, getting restless. Callum's getting excited. Callum, you're on the air. <laughs> fine. It's okay, buddy. Um, you know, I tend to like a little more, more laid-back animals. So when you have a um, a kitten that's you know climbing your walls and and like my cat keeps me up all night long. <laughs> Um, keeps me up all night long. So I would prefer, you know, to have a, a, an older cat that's going to kind of just, you know, want to play every once in a while, but just want to sleep during the day. And, sure. and having an older dog, you know, they're already trained and, you know, they don't need to, you know, they're not spinning around your house like wanting to play and, you know, you don't have to potty train them, house train them. And all yeah, that so stuff. there's a lot of benefits. I think a lot of that work is already done when exactly. you get a senior yeah. pet. You know, I always refer to the crazy kitten uh, months. Yeah. Uh, a donor that I work closely with adopted a kitten and I warned him and I was like, Listen, um, we have a lot of great senior cats. Yeah. But he wanted very much to experience that growing up. Mm -hmm. And I get that. Yeah, Listen, I, I don't do, begrudge yeah. that. But I get the funniest emails from them now. You know, the cats hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I warned you. We had some fantastic senior cats when you came in. And, and the other thing, too, is, is you know the personality if you're getting an older animal. Like yeah. kittens and puppies can always change as they grow. You don't, know. You don't yeah. know. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, um, talking about nutrition for senior pets, I mean, are there dietary differences? Yeah, so you usually, just because, you know, when you get to be a senior, you're looking at their metabolism slowing down and you're looking at, you know, they're less energetic, so they're not getting as much exercise. So if you want to keep feeding them the same diet that they're already on, you're probably going to look at smaller portions for that. Okay. Um, just because they're not having as much uh, calorie intake. And then um, there also are senior diets that are specifically designed to kind of help with some of the ailments that you kind of get up with the older age and, and then that lower activity level, so less calories in that as well. Okay. Do we get a lot of senior pets? I, like I, I, when I think about the shelters that I've been walking through recently, I feel like you know we have the young ones, but I see a lot of senior pets. Do, do we have a like? Is it the majority of the pets we get, or how would I wouldn't you... say the majority of them are senior. I would say we get a lot of like one to two to three year olds, like mid age. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say they were a lot of seniors, but yeah, Cal Callum is getting involved in the interview here. We're very excited to have a special guest from the. Uh, the dog world today. Um, where can our listeners go to, to learn more about senior pets? Um, to learn more about the senior Callum. <laughs> Let me talk. Um, yeah, Callum wants you to know that. Uh, you can go to um, the OSPCA blog, so www.ospcablog.ca, and, um, 
And I guess if they want to know about Callum or any of our animals up for adoption, they can go to our uh, Peak website, which is peak, P-E-A-C, dot Ontario, S-P-C-A dot C-A. Awesome. And your Facebook is fantastic too. Thank you. I follow you guys. And I know, I know you're heavily involved in that. So yeah, yeah. Kudos. You do a great job with it. Uh, I want to thank uh, Emily and Callum for coming by today. Uh, I want to thank... <laughs> Good boy. I want to thank our listeners for uh, listening to, to Animals Voice podcast, for sharing it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at KevTheGrad. Uh, Emily, are you on Twitter? We are um, at OSPCA Peak. There we go. What about you, Katie? Are you on Twitter? I am. <laughs> this is the point in the show where we try to get Katie to speak on, on mic, and she really hates it, but that's why I do it. So. No, I had fun with Callum. Today. Yeah, yeah, you're keeping okay. Callum under control there. Yeah, well, thank you. And sorry, are you on Twitter? Were you yes, saying? at Katie Leonard 7. Very good. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Send us your show ideas and, and uh, keep sharing the broadcast. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.